0: In the backwoods of America, we have climbed the highest mountains, searched
1: the densest forest, dragged the swamps, and scoured the prairies to find our leader, retired U.S. Marine gunny, Bud Cornwell.
2: Patriots to the Patriot cause. You guys are awesome as usual and you want to know the truth. You really want to know what's going on because the mainstream media will never present this to you. I have a great Patriot for the second time on the Patriot cause. JJ Carroll has joined us now. In case you didn't catch it the first time, let me tell you very shortly who uh, this person is. J.J. Carroll recently retired from the United States Border Patrol after a 24-year career. So it's... It, it's not like I'm just going out there and getting, you know, these new Obama slash Biden assigned patrol agents. You got the real deal here, and he was a deputy patrol agent in charge of San Diego Cali- San Diego County, California, which I spent nine years of my life from 1991 to 1999 and even back then i could see the drugs the people the crime that was coming into san diego carol brings a different view well what is a different view it's it's real simple patriots a different view is from a person that you have never been or experienced. That's what a different view is. So let's take his 24-year career and his view in understanding this border control issue on immigration and what is now transparing on this forgotten and unknown place called the border. His new book, called "Invaded," was censored by his own publisher. If you're listening, and you are leftist, you have no idea what I'm talking about, because you need to be censored. That's what—that's what your life is. But see, we have the First Amendment. People can say anything and everything, and then you absorb it. If you don't agree with it, that's fine. But the problem is his publisher has determined that his book cannot go out there as freedom of speech. And he regained all the rights to that book and the manuscript from his original publisher. And now, like a great patriot, he's not going to fall down just because of this media world. He goes, I have a voice, I have freedom, and I'm going to tell you The truth. So he is going to hopefully be able to publish this as himself on Amazon, which I hope and pray he can to get you the truth about invaded. What does invaded actually mean? There's a difference between, uh, People come into this country from distraught life. We all get that. Let's go back, J.J., to 1919, 1920s, 1930s. We had ships that were bringing all these European nations into our country. And they had a filter system. So, for instance, if you came from Italy, they would make sure that you were not part of the Costanocia or all these Italy type of mobsters. If you were, put you back on a boat, went back to your country. We're talking about citizens that wanted to come to America and become great citizens, produce, work with their families, and and actually change the lives of their whole family history in America. And I think this is what J.J. is talking about. What we're talking about is the, the very few people that are coming across that border that have that conceptual idea of what America really is. And the administration that we have today is driving them into a different conceptual idea. Come here, we'll give you all this crap. You don't have to work for anything anymore. We'll just give you all this stuff. We'll house you and so forth. Oh, so you can vote for us. So welcome, JJ, Carol, to the Patriot Cause. Again, thank you, sir, for being here.
1: But I appreciate the opportunity to come and, and, and speak to you on a, long, a long-form conversation like this, because the illegal immigration border situation is chaotic, but it is also very layered um, because of the purposeful and intentional and just, um, lies and manipulation of the truth and, and the manipulation of the narrative of what actually is happening uh, on the border. Um, the narrative is very controlled uh, and is piecemeal together uh purposely. So, thank you for having me back on.
2: Absolutely, it's a, it's an absolute pleasure. So, let's let's kind of go back to your career for a minute here, right? So, number one, why in the world did you ever become a border patrol agent? Yeah, well, did, did you wake up and say, "Okay, I'm going to graduate high school," and I'm going to Protect our border. You know, how did you get into that field?
1: Well, I, I went to college at a small university in Arkansas on a football scholarship. And, and when I was about to graduate, I knew uh, I'd want to get into a field where there was teamwork involved. And my father was a United States Secret Service agent. Extremely successful. did several oh, projects. Nice. Yeah, he uh, started his career under LBJ and finished it uh, under uh, Clinton. Bush Um, and a credible career. Uh, I'm a Catholic uh, and my father was responsible for Pope John Paul II, who now is a venerated saint in in the Catholic Church, and he was responsible for his protection uh, when he came uh, to America and in New Orleans where he gave uh, the papal mass. Um, So I knew my father was my hero. He was someone that I looked up to. He was the example of what a real man is uh, in my mind. Um, So I knew I wanted to do something like my father in law enforcement, but I knew that I also didn't want to follow directly in his footsteps in the Secret Service. And at that time in the late nineties, if you can go back that far in your memory, there was a governmental shutdown and a freeze on all hiring except on the border. And the border patrol was hiring and my father told me, hey, uh, son, if you don't like it, After two or three years, every agency in America will come and hunt you to hire you from the Border Patrol. So because we're bilingual, uh, we kind of are paramilitary, and we take orders and, and we follow through. And my father had several Border Patrol agents that transferred over to the Secret Service and worked for him. And they were his top performing agents, and he loved the Border Patrol. So, uh, I joined the Border Patrol in 1997, went to uh, the five month academy in Charleston, South Carolina during August, which is not cool and breezy. And no, then, really not. And I uh, graduated and, and started my first day in October of 1997 down at Imperial Beach Station, which is the southwesternmost point in the United States from the Pacific Ocean, six miles to the San Jacinto port of entry. And during those times, Bud, um, I spent my first decade of my career there as a journeyman agent. At first, a trainee, then a journeyman agent, then a supervisor before I moved on. And it was during the most violent times on the border. Uh, I was in that particular area, and I ran uh, a couple special units. I ran an ATV unit that was under my command, and we were assaulted on a daily basis. So when you when you saw President Trump come down that escalator that first time and gave that famous speech where well, we're going to build a border wall and we're going to stop mexican rapists and murderers from coming and everyone jumped on him and said you're a racist and all that i remember sitting there watching and going "No, no no he's actually right because that's all i arrested were central american and and mexican rapists murderers drug dealers pedophiles sexual predators that's all i arrested in my first 10 years of my career in imperial beach that's it everyone that crossed in my area which was just north of tijuana mexico was all violent criminals, and it was a fighting uh, fists, rocks, knives, guns every single day on the border. Um, And that's where I made my name uh, of the type of agent that I would become, and the type of supervisor that I would become later in in my career as well.
2: So, you you know, the experience that you have is different. What I mean by different is I was in the military for 20 years, as you know, and most of my time I'm going out, you know, across the ponds, the Atlantic, the Pacific, to support and defend the Constitution in all of these other countries. But you're here. You're here in America and you have Canada to the north and Mexico to the south. And during the time frame that you're talking about, Canada was very like America, Mm -hmm. but Mexico and the cartel and all that stuff has, in my mind, ruled Mexico for many, many years uh, are coming across this border and if people think that they're, well, let me put it this way. If you're happy in your country, if you're happy in Mexico, if you're happy in Guatemala, why in the world would you come here? I mean, that's how simple it is. A lot of people don't understand that um, there's a difference from immigration into this country and there's a difference from invading this country. Yes. So what we're dealing with is we're dealing with people that have got a uh, front seat pass mm-hmm. to America because of the administration. Not, not just this one but over You know, the last probably 40 or 50 years of of people that said I can come to America. I'm a crook, I'm a criminal, I'm whatever I am. And the border patrol is so laxed that I can get in. But now I I know during your time frame, and rightfully so, you have fought with other Border Patrol agents, uh, to adhere to the laws of immigration in America. And you sent many of those people back, probably instantly, within a couple of days or whatever it is. But see, that's not how it works today. The way it works today is you don't have to appear before a judge To listen to you or why you came across, even though they're told that. But the issue is, they just can come in. Nobody's going to track them. Nobody's going to try to bring them back or deport them. And they know that. That's the difference. And it's extremely, Difficult, at least in my mind, of how we got to this situation where the American government is willing to allow what I would consider probably hundreds of thousands of people that you, that J.J. and his crew, have identified captured prosecuted and and sent back to these countries that's just gone away mm-hmm. and well, i think uh, i think that's what we have to understand
1: as well I think, correct and and you and you unpacked quite a bit there um well let me let me start with your audience just so you and you talked about my perspective and and my experience. Let me tell you, let me go from the back end and finally tell you, this is what I absolutely 100% believe in my depth and my soul uh, from experience, uh, from research, from continually talking to all of my former colleagues and sources, and I write this in my book, Invaded. What we're witnessing now is the total destruction of the immigration system solely for the purpose to fundamentally transform America. And I can back all this up. So let's go to the let's let's talk about exactly what's happening today. And you talked about it. Many, I would say almost all of the individuals that I arrested directly and indirectly, which were in the thousands in my career, every single one of them are in America right now as we speak. Oh. I'm telling you right now, we are averaging, and, and I'm going to use DHS data, I always use their data to prove how insane the chaos is and what they're doing, the illegality, unconstitutional uh, authority that they're they're abusing, to prove their point. Now, saying that, I do not trust their data, not one bit, I've, I've seen them lie over the last For my whole career, I've watched them manipulate numbers. But now, really, when I'm writing my book and going into multiple sources, I'm seeing the discrepancy in numbers by tens, 20s, 30s, hundreds of thousands, okay? Millions at times for getaways. So I, I want your audience to know, Bud, that right now, DHS, Border Patrol, and Office of Field Operations, which handles all of the ports of entry, are still averaging over 210, 250 thousand people a month are being arrested or detained and then released i'm telling you through my experience and my knowledge of what's going on at least conservative number at least equal to the number that are arrested are being coming through undetected absconding. let me give you an example yeah but
2: yeah hang on a second jj when you use that word released and many of us uh, talk about release. Are you talking about release in, in America? Or are you talking about putting on a plane going back to their country?
1: No. No. What, but what when I say released. Okay. When I say released, I'm saying that they are being, two things are happening. They're either being uh turned over to a third party called a, a non governmental organization, NGO, NGO, like Catholic yep. Charities, Lutheran Services, or they're being walked right out the front door of the border patrol and let go. The NGOs are gonna release them at a bus station, a plane depot, a hotel. So when I say they're being released, they're being released into America, almost 100% of them are. I know that's shocking, and I know that your viewers are instantly gonna go, that's crazy, there's no way it's happening. What I, what I also love when I go on a podcasts and television interviews, I always say to the audience, please fact check me fact check everything I say, don't take it for granted, just fact check it to prove my point. And when you see it, it's shocking. So when I tell you, Bud, that over 200,000 individuals are being released into our communities every single month, I'm telling you that equal to that, have gone undetected and absconded through the border in the tunes of hundreds of thousands. So my, my very, very conservative estimation is at least, Four to five hundred thousand people are crossing into our nation illegally every day. I mean, every month.
2: And they're not even being approached or have border patrol. No. Or, uh, yeah, they're just kind of flooding in.
1: Well, let, let me let me give you just an example of. I I don't take any joy in being correct in, in this realm. I really don't. I wish I was completely wrong. I wish I, I wish President Trump was still in office, and you and I were discussing how successful his policies are and how this everything we're talking about is not happening. But it's not that's not reality. The reality is there are hundreds of miles of the border where there's not one single border patrol agent patrolling. And I know that you're that is unfathomable. It's 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 so irrational you can't wrap your brain around it. And just to prove my point, we America's real voice, the new the new conservative uh, cable outlet, they have an investigative reporter named Ben Burklow. And he's great, he's always down the border. And he just posted two days ago on Twitter, he was at Santa Teresa Port of Entry in New Mexico. And he said, he pointed to the West and he said, I have been told and I have just gone and, and investigated the next 20 miles of this border, there's not one border control agent. So I need, I really want your audience to understand that your country, America is completely undefended. It's wide open and you're seeing now what types of people are crossing. So everybody that is like, I had this conversation all the time with my former colleagues. So you have to understand from the, from the mindset of of an illegal alien and the cartels that run, and the cartels run everything on the border. They own everything. The U.S. government has no control over the borders. The cartel owns the north and south side of the borders. They dictate everything in the way they move their chess pieces. So every if you're an illegal alien and everybody that is being arrested is being released, then you would jump over with the hordes of humanity. So the question that begs to be asked is, if you know you're just going to be released, why would you not do that? Why are you running through the desert 100 miles away from the nearest border patrol agent? Because you are a terrorist. You are a Chinese shock troop. You Absolutely. are a cartel member. Absolutely. You are pushing narcotics into America. And that is what the reality of the order is. And now I need I really need to, to say this because it, it has to be put into this discussion. Right now, under Biden's, he's at about month twenty nine in his presidency. He is allowed in, he has arrested seven million people. 7 million and released almost 6 million plus. There's at least another 7 million that have gone on undetected. He is allowed into our nation up to 15 million people. By the time his fourth year is over, he will be in the mid 20 millions that he has allowed into our nation. We are looking at a complete demographic change in America. This is not a racial or ethnic discussion. This is a, a discussion of citizens versus non-citizens. And anyone that will say, well, you're a racist, you're a xenophobe," I am just telling you a number. I'm telling you that there's probably 25 million people at the end of his term that will be in America. You cannot intellectually have a a disagreement with me that the population will change, the demographic shift will change. You cannot infuse almost 10% of the population with foreign nationals and tell me demographics are not going to change.
2: No, absolutely. All right, so JJ, we're going to take a break. Okay, I'm I'm going to throw a question at you, flip you out here, but it's okay. So France is going through this tremendous, like we, you know, we did in the 2020 time frame and all that stuff. uh, These uh, radical people. Now the difference in France is it's not necessarily antifa antifa's part of it, but compared to america which the majority was antifa destroying property doing all that kind of stuff now these are not necessarily and rightfully so people that cross the border there may be there may be some but the majority of them are the the radical college students, ignorant people that have been brainwashed. But here's the thing I want to tell you, is in France, we're talking about they have presented for over all of these years all these Muslims that have come into this country. And look, take it however you want to. But the Muslim world has been trying to take over the world for many, many years. They have tried to suppress our Catholic, Protestant, Christian religions so they can control not only the citizens but the government. France is there. This is a great understanding. Over a hundred cities, not 20 or 30 in America, a hundred cities that have been taken over by these radical Muslim people. And so, my question is this is I think a lot of people don't understand, and and my point is you have this religion aspect to it, right? But what's more dangerous is these people that have no religion or they're attached to the world, and that's the majority. It used to be the minority probably about 40, 50 years ago. Now we're dealing with people that have no God. They have, you know, no structure in their lives. So they're being directed by these evil forces, cartel, whatever it is, coming in to America. That is a tremendous fight. Now what France is dealing with, with these Muslims is is going to be a very difficult time to in in my mind for them to secure or reprocess the border rules right you know but in america we're not dealing specifically with you know, quote Muslims. Now we have terrorists that are crossing. We have uh, very evil people that are being let out of all these jails. Uh, Guatemala, just name a basically a southern type of African, or not African, but American continent. Pick a country, Brazil, Just just go down the list. You know, uh, these people are not the same kind of influence. And the thing that I want to uh, to cover is the fact that what we're going to be dealing with is, in my mind, tenfold what is happening in France. I agree. What's going to happen is is the administration, the communists, the socialists are going... Look, the, the normal patriot of America are not going to absorb these people. They're not, because we know what is right and wrong, especially what Christ taught us as being right and wrong. And as these people continue to flood in here, then all the uh, communist socialist people are going to continue this road that everybody has a right to be what they are mm-hmm. in whatever country that there are. So let's take a break. When I get back, let's talk about your book and continue the discussion. We'll be right back.
0: Policeman I got a 75 Fiber Trans With a 455 Up under the hood and me and my brother Got a run And I'm blocking the road. Where am I supposed to go? Time to use my backup plan. Catch me if you can. Hey, hey, Mr. Policeman. I bet I can run faster than you can. When your big pot fell into cowboy boots, a hundred bucks says he won't shoot. I know these words like the back of my hand. Catch me if you can. Go. in the jailhouse.
2: Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. Absolute wonderful Patriot for America. He is a diehard, diehard individual that has been raised in this country, understands the Constitution, understands his job as a Border Patrol agent in America to protect and defend should I say, the Constitution of the United States. There's no other way to do it. It's not about administrations. It's not about generals in the Army. It's about our country and what we stand for built on the Constitution. And I know multiple times that J.J. has to raise his right hand up and support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Welcome back, JJ. Pleasure to have you here.
1: Thank you very much. And and Bud, you left off before we took a break was about France and how does that have any um, connection or resemblance to what may or is beginning to happen in in America. And I'm so glad you brought it up because everybody's kind of that let it go and said, oh, France is, they're just having some skirmishes. But when you dig deeper and do a little research into it, France is on fire. Just last night, uh, I believe it is the oldest and largest library in France is burned yes. to, to the ground. It's like our library or Congress getting burned to the ground. Could you imagine the devastation that would occur to the documents yeah. that have been lost?
2: Books, so books movie, back to the 1100s. Yes, I mean history of the world, not not just France, but the world, and they destroyed it. Sure. On fire, burnt to the
1: ground last night. And when you look at it, it's not like an American uh, the, the the bombings and the, the burning and looting in 2020. What we're looking at, France, is all of the legal aliens brought in on boat migrants, uh, land crossings, etc., from Europe from African nations, Somalia, Sudan, uh, Nigeria, on and on, Cameroon, on and on and on, right? They do not share the language, their culture or their beliefs. Today I just saw an interview of a Muslim refugee in France and he said, they had, they had to, to interpret, he said, the, Fran- the French colonized us, we are now decolonizing France and we will do it as long as it takes and we'll destroy it from within. Now, why should that give America pause? Number one, the, the Mexican nationals that are coming across are now the mi- majority minority, meaning less than 50% of everyone we arrest is a Mexican national. That was unheard of. It was in the high 90% throughout my career. Wow. So, yes, so now they're the minority. We now have, we being the border patrol, have arrested over 175 different nationalities out of the 195 nations on planet earth. So we're talking about every every race, ethnicity, religion, everything you can imagine, skin color, if you wanna dive into that, of every across the globe. Now, what does that look like? Well, let me give you a snapshot in the month of May in San Diego, San Diego sector and Pearl Beach Station in particular. They were arresting six to 700 single adult military age men from the continent of Africa every single day, okay? I've seen the pictures. I have it on my website, jgcarroll.com. You can see it every single day. And within 24 hours, 50 of those 600 people that were arrested were on the terrorist watch list. Five of them would be confirmed every single 24 hours to be a terrorist trying to get in our country. What happened to the other 45? That had terrorist associations that we could not uh make that final determination well in the greatness of america we just released them into our society 45 a day that have terrorist associations 45 a day That's so when the federal government dhs tells you hey we hit a new high this year in physical year 2023 we arrested 125 terrorists that shattered last year's uh record of 90 98 So 125, I laugh at that. I would be happy if that's all that that came across and was arrested. Now, in order for you to believe that America is safe and we're never gonna have another terrorist attack, you have to believe with your heart and soul that every single person that crossed the border was detected and apprehended. Meaning every 125 terrorists, were the only terrorists that crossed the border. And we are so good at what we do we found and detected and arrested every terrorist. Now, you know that's absurd, just on the face yeah. of it. So why, are you, as Americans, you should be terrified, absolutely terrified because I'm gonna tell you as I wrote in my book, and I stand by everything I wrote in my book, we have not tens, not hundreds, we have thousands of terrorists in our nation right now waiting for their orders. It is not when, I mean, if it's gonna happen, it's when is a terrorist attack gonna happen in America? Look at Europe. We like to say that America sets the tone for most everything, right? Food, fashion, movies, et cetera, et cetera. That is, that's a false. A lot of what happens in Europe, whatever that trend is, what good, bad, or indifferent starts in Europe it comes to America. They've had open borders much longer than us in the, in the realm of doing nothing to stop it. And now they're reaping what they sowed. We are only a year or two away.
2: From that. Yep. So, um, J.J., do, do you remember the – I don't know if it was France or Italy. I think it was France. You had this driver, this Muslim guy that plowed down all these people and, and you know, just having a good time, celebrating, whatever, you know, just plow them down like it like it was nothing. And can Americans even imagine if this happened every week, you know we have these you know lunatics, friends, people, whatever, right that are attacking or shooting up because they're mentally insane. The difference is, what you're talking about is we're releasing people into America. These people are not mentally insane. They know what they're doing. They know what their orders are. They know how to infiltrate this country. And it's, I think, unless it's stopped, you know, like Donald Trump says, well, if I get elected again in twenty twenty four, I'm gonna have the masses, the 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 greatest the uh deportation of people yes. in this country that's ever been seen. He's right, he's absolutely right. But what if he's not elected as president? I don't care if it's Republican, whatever. And you don't have that conceptual idea what JJ's talking about, then we're going to be dealing with a level that the world has never seen before. And the reason behind that is we have just wrote a check to him, go at it. And,
1: and, and but what you, I, what needs to be discussed as well, and you just hit on it, is us writing a check and giving benefits, etc., to all these. Right. So I, I'd like your audience to understand what's happening in Europe. So for years, you they've been welcoming, like in great fanfare, all these boat migrants and everyone, treating them like kid gloves, giving them hotels, uh, thousands of pounds or francs or whatever they're using the currency every month, free cable, free food, dry cleaning, uh, extra money for drugs, whatever they wanted. None of them are working, okay? Now, because resources are finite, they're pulling those those extra, all that welfare, welfare services, social services to them. And now those millions of people are now on the lowest rung of the economic ladder, living in squalor, no hope. Many of them don't have work authorization, so they have to work on the table slave. So when they look up from their misery, and they see the Frenchmen living and going to restaurants and driving nice cars. They're irate, they're angry, they're resentful, and to quite honestly, they, sh- they should be. And now they're lashing out. Same thing that's happened in America. We are giving them right now, over half of the hotels in New York City are housing illegal aliens. Oh, okay? that's crazy. You get three meals a day that brought to your room, you have free cable TV, air-conditioned, you don't pay anything. You actually get money every month from the federal government, and you're not working. Once that is taken away, like they are taken away from the Muslim migrants in France, once that's taken away from all these single adult males that are in our nation by the tombs of millions, they're going to be hungry, tired, dirty, resentful. And do you think they're going to make a determination from a left wing lunatic, or a rhino, or a patriot? they're not going to be able to make that distinction. They're just going to see wealthy America in their mind. They, they made me a slave in their country. Now they're going to pay a price. So that's what is going to happen into America. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that we, I hope that I am so off the mark that people yes, laugh. Yes, absolutely. I know that's not true, but I know I'm correct.
2: No, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, We pray to God every every day. At least I do <laughs> yeah. for the you know 20 years in the military to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States was which was created by a glorious God to have the freedoms that we have in America and this is what attracts these people. see the difference is we're okay if you want to come here. But you have to simulate to the values that we have, and that's yeah, but, but what happened in the early nineteen hundreds
1: people, people, right yeah, but the first thing that has to happen that must happen is you have to come here legally. your first action oh coming into america cannot cannot be kicking the door in and walking in and demanding stuff it it's a it's a there's no, I have no room for that because people don't understand this as well. America immigrates over 1.2 million legal immigrants a year, legally. That is more than all the nations in the world. Combined. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So you're
1: right. Are. So, yeah. But then yeah. we
2: have, you know, three or four million every year coming in.
1: Yeah. Uh, and over the will- last,
2: you know, four or five years that don't understand that because the government allowed it to happen
1: yes the government has done this it's hard right but when you're a patriot like like you and i are in your audience we have or, or at least we grew up with a level of pride and respect in our founding institutions yes. right? now all today that the vast majority of americans the Overwhelming majority have no, no pride or, or uh, feeling of trust in our institutions. That's, they're brainwashed yeah. by the institutions right? and, yep. Yeah, and when you look at what's happening on the immigration front, and I can spend uh, two hours going through this, but I'm just going to break it down real simple. Right now, we're allowing in millions upon millions of people annually illegally into our nation. And I'm telling you from being a part of that first year of Biden's administration and then speaking daily with high level officials and as well as frontline agents, there is not one single law enforcement strategy being implemented right now. Meaning they have been told you're gonna, you have training, firearm training, defensive tactic training, cut down to bare bones, meaning our guys are not being trained anymore. You have guys that are doing no law enforcement operations at all all they do it all they're doing is transporting from the border processing and then releasing these people, and those are the orders from DHS under my orders. so I. Before I leave I want to impress upon your audience that this is intentional our federal government is facilitating this and then ultimately the, the last question that should always be asked in this debate is. When What is that number of illegal aliens that is going to trigger you to close the border? What yeah. is it? Yeah. They yeah. never tell you. Why? Why do they never tell you? But because there is not an end game to this. There is.
2: There is not. And you're talking about, you know, uh, training, you know, police and all that stuff being downgraded or whatever. I'm an NRA instructor. I'm a concealed carry instructor. And I teach people how to protect themselves and others. And I'm just an everyday citizen. So, what has happened? Why our political system has outcast, that's, that's the best word I can say it, outcast the actual process. Of policing. Now, before we continue to your book, think about what I'm going to tell you. I'm talking about policing, right? It's not about individuals being policed or going to the beat or going out there. It's called policing. What policing really means, which is, is How the country was established in the first foremost understanding is evil is evil. Mm -hmm. People are going to do evil things. So we you have a choice. You can accept it, you can stand there, you can get shot, get attacked, which happens every day in America. Or we can have police policing the people to ensure that we are protected when we walk down the street. Now, this this attitude of police are are being uh, tyranny or violence over mm-hmm. the people ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now the thing about it is, remember the the um, immigrant that shot that girl in San Francisco, killed that yep. girl in San Francisco, right? That that was what ten years ago or something, and. People don't understand this is going to happen virtually every day.
1: It is happening every day and it's not reported rapes, murders, uh, vehicle homicides, uh, car thefts, assaults are happening in the thousands. And one of my chapters in my book, uh, but I write about it's titled The Standing Army, a standing army of criminal aliens in our nation. And I and I go through the whole data collection and come to this insane conservative number that we have almost over 2 million illegal alien, criminal aliens in our nation using the most ridiculous uh, conservative math data that I could get my hands on, when I believe the true number of criminal illegal aliens in our nation are somewhere between 8 and 10 million. Think of that for a second. You have millions. Now, you wanna talk about policing. So now I'm telling you that you have more illegal alien criminals in our nation than we do have in armed forces total. And when I tell you that, now you gotta understand in all local, state and federal law enforcement is less than 660,000 of us and dropping daily because no one wants to do this crazy job anymore and get thrown in jail for, for uh, defending people. So now you have an increasing population of criminal individuals plus millions of criminally illegal aliens in our nation and you have a police force that is dwindling nationwide. What do you think is going to happen to America? You don't have to theorize, you don't have to be theoretical about it. You just turn on the news; it's happening, guys. It's happening right now. You're seeing the destruction of America happening, happening right before your eyes, right in front of your eyes. Yep.
2: Yep. Absolutely. So here's the thing. Kind of interesting that we had this podcast today. I went to lunch with my church brothers and stuff, and we're talking about everything. And this guy asked me, he says, show me your ID. You know, just joking around, whatever. So what I did is I pulled my shirt up and I showed him my weapon. I said, that's my ID. He's like, oh, okay, I get it. So here's the thing. Why am I carrying a weapon in Northeast Alabama when more than likely I will never use it? More than likely. Reason behind that is very simple. Exactly, JJ, what you're talking about. What is being released Mm -hmm. into this country? So I give them an example. Let's say I'm driving down south and I drive through Birmingham. Right, and I have a flat tire, and I get—I got to get off, and I got to find a filling station, you know. And my car stops in the middle of some area. Mm-hmm. Well, the way the cities works, even today, it's not the mobs; it's just the citizens overall. This is my territory,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they will attack you, and it. it any american that doesn't understand that this is why i carry it's not because i carry in where i live which is very comfortable and the possibility is very slim but the issue is there's so many people that are being sent into these cities that are not americans that are not established that are not they don't have families they don't have pride and the value of america so i, I want to make sure i protect myself and my family to make sure, sure?
1: Because there's no police when's what's the right. police response time in the major cities there it takes forever they're overwhelmed and you have the ferguson effect uh, in full effect where police officers are slow rolling to areas because they're afraid of being ambushed and or
2: absolutely
1: Or they simply don't want to get involved. And I can understand why not. You want to go down in inner city, whatever America, and you want to arrest somebody down there, and then they all turn (laughs) on you? Forget that.
2: There's a whole county Mm -hmm. in Minnesota that has all this. You know, not not saying Muslims bad. I'm not I'm not saying that. What I'm but saying Paul, is I'm a little
1: issue in St. Paul, Minnesota.
2: You know, yeah, exactly. And police won't even go in there.
1: But do you understand? You know. But do you do you understand that this is happening across America as we speak? You have. Absolutely. Major, yes. You have major cities like New York, Chicago, Denver, etc., etc., that are. Washington D.C. that are saturated with illegal aliens. Saturated I meaning they they cannot house anymore. So they yep. they are actually busing them across America. So you are going to small yep. communities, yep. maybe a small community in northeast Alabama, and you're going to get a 300 Cameroonians. Or you're going to get you're going to get a hundred Somalis that are doing a birth rate of six to one.
2: So you're within some generation kind of, of being completely it's kind yeah, it's kinda it's kind of interesting that you said Somalis. I was in Somali as a military guy, but I was in Missouri and went to the emergency room for you know whatever. And we had like 15 Somalis that came into that emergency room. I said, This is Missouri. Yep. you know it's not la whatever this is you know and they couldn't speak a freaking lick of english you think they were paying
1: for that medical service i, I don't know no, the answer is no i don't care how it sounds i don't care how you pay me the answer is no and then you look at them let's let's i always like to do this but i always don't like to just look at the the the, the uh, what's happening let's look at what the effect is so you bring in all the Somalis and now you have Little Mogadishu in St. Paul, Minnesota. And what is the result of that? Is now you have Elon Omar, who is a congresswoman that now has power over my life, that is a complete anti-Semite and hates America. Yes. Now, Absolutely. do you understand America when you allow this to happen? Now you have one, two, you have Shaleed Tali from India, you have a bunch of other people, excuse me, Japala from India. You have multiple people that hate America that are in your Congress. And that is about a handful now. What's gonna happen in, I don't know, 10 years when there's 50 Congressmen that despise America that all hate are nations? What do you yep. think is gonna happen?
2: It's gonna be looking
1: the destruction of the American, the country we Absolutely. love, immigration. It's a, it's yep. a no- so,
2: so JJ, let's do this. I wanna talk about your book. Tell us what it's about. Tell us where we can go get it. And how we can support you in your effort towards this.
1: Well, my book is titled Invaded, The Intentional Destruction of the American Immigration System. And what is in the book is my career is 24 years, uh, telling stories about the men and women that I work with in conjunction with everything that we're discussing today in detail, how that our own government is destroying the American immigration system to fundamentally transform America and it goes in detail I had it on Amazon for about four days and it was selling very, very well. And then I found out that my publisher was censoring my own book. Um, I know it's hard. It's, it's almost un—it's uh, so irrational that you can't wrap, wrap your mind around it. However, I found out when I once my book was published, they took my final draft and stripped it of their name and logo and would not give me any publicity or marketing because multitude of the people within this quote conservative publication called Hill Press under Simon and Schuster refused to work on my book because they did not like the tone and how I describe situations in America because of immigration. So I had to fight to get my rights, regain my rights to my book. It was taken off of Amazon. I am now in the process of working with Amazon. They've been actually very good, of putting my book back up for sale, and it should be there on Monday. Um, oh, and you can sorry. always go to my website jjcarroll.com. Mm. It has a direct link to Amazon. So it is it is very difficult. I poured my heart and soul into that book. Uh, I believe that it is honest. It is straightforward and direct. I I do not ask or apologize for anything in that book. I believe everything that I wrote is factual and truth, and and please fact check me, as I always say. Um, But it is a sad time in America when people can decide what is written about, what is discussed. I mean, you look at what happened at Target with Mark Levin, and I'm not comparing myself to Mark Levin, he's an incredible author who I aspire (laughs) to be one day, and Target, censored his book and said he will not allow it to be in and it's called democrats hate america i believe i have that oh yeah
2: category. absolutely
1: yeah target target got so much pushback from conservatives because they're losing billions of dollars now they're going to retail it in their bookstores but so if you have an individual like mark levin who sold millions of books meaning he brings millions of profit to uh retail stores like target and amazon and, and Costco, etc. If he can be censored, my God, I can be censored too, right? Which I yeah. am. And it is yep. a, um, a very difficult time for me to go through this and have to fight to get my book back up on. Yep. So to-
2: listen, listen, JJ, I need two books. I need one from you to me with okay. your autograph. Second one is I need you to autograph a book to Mark Levin. I'm part of the Convention of States. I have direct contact with Mark Levin, Mark Meckler, and they need to read your book. And he, I guarantee you, Mark Levin wants to read your book. Well, Send it to me. And I guarantee you I'll get it to him.
1: Okay, I will. I will send you because it will take some time, bud. Because I believe I'll be back on Amazon on Monday, and then there's a last. That's
2: okay. Yeah, that's fine.
1: I'll send you a digital copy, and you can digitally send it to him. Uh, but we'll talk offline. Nope, it's gotta up. be.
2: It's gotta be. He reads. Yeah. I
1: will. I will get Wait, you.
2: That's free. right. Let me know when it comes out, and we'll go from there. Absolutely.
1: Thank you, and thank you for your time, bud, for allowing me to talk yeah. about something that I believe is the number one threat to our
2: Republicans. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. So, yeah, JJ, thank you so much for being on the Patriot Cause. Uh, I'm here for you. We are here for you. Um, all I can say is thank you again for your great patriotism, your career, your support for the Constitution of the United States. It's really that simple. And I hope that we can Connect together and continue to progress to save our country. That's how simple it is. Thank you so much for being on Patriot Cause.
1: Thank you, bud. Have a great day.
2: Yes, sir. Talk to you later.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yep. Stop rolling
2: downhill like show.
0: ring the Liberty Bell Let's make a Ford and a ship That would still last ten years Like they should Cause the best of the free life Is still yet to come The good times ain't over For good